ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. Hey, ACP family, we are now in a sermon series called Living Christmas, where we will be looking at scripture that tells us how to live it versus just walking through the season. All right. Thank you for joining us today uh, on the podcast today. I have uh, Britton as well as my wife, Avery. <laughs> and so um, we uh, just had a great sermon by uh, Pastor Steve Petty, and uh, he uh, just brought it to us today. And uh, the man, the myth, the legend. That's right. And so um, we'll be going over that sermon today um, and kind of talking a little bit about it. But uh, he went over the first thing, uh, kind of going into some of the uh, Christmas stories, Christmas fails that he's had uh, him and his family as a kid, and then going into adulthood, I wanted to ask you guys, are there any good Christmas fails that you have that uh, you can think of? Sure. Yeah. So first of all, I love his beach ball story. That was hilarious. Right on top of the Christmas yes, tree. Yes, that was incredible. Um, for me, I'm just going to pull from this year because my wife and I are newly wed in our first Christmas together in our in our own house. And um, we were playing, we're, we're video gamers. We play some video games and we're, we're playing video games one night. We're in our game room back, like she's got her PC. I've got my PC. We got headphones on. We're all zoned in. And I look over <laughs> like into the living room and I see like a couple ornaments like rolling across the floor. I was like, what the heck? I was like, baby, I think our, I think something happened to the tree. Like I see some ornaments on the floor. I don't know if Misty, the cat's messing with it or what. And afterwards she's like, it's all right. We'll check afterwards. And we, we get done game and we go out in the living room and the entire tree's just knocked, just on the oh, floor, no. <laughs> just, just capsized at like 70 to 80% of the ornaments are shattered just oh, all over the floor, including a brand new one we got for our wedding. Oh. Like, like our, for, I was just telling you guys how I dropped a book and now I drop a pen. Um, but yeah, just like a just hilarious all over the place. And so we, we took that as God telling us to, we wanted to do a color scheme change for Christmas. Oh, so okay. it was just, that was that God's. Was it provision and it was his answer to say no be free to go do this because you have to now. go to Hobby Lobby yeah. I thought you were going to say uh, God called you to get rid of the cat <laughs> <laughs> no so oddly enough I'm not a cat person but this is the best cat in the world she Misty no thing. she has my heart like I am really? a cat dad now yeah um, I love this cat I think cat. you're in love I with your wife and that's, that's maybe that, it over. could be biased <laughs> I don't know this cat you'll just be sitting there and she just curls up in your lap and purrs and you're like what kind of cat are you? Like, no cat does So this. was it the cat that destroyed the tree? Probably. She Probably. loves sitting under the tree and playing with the ornaments. So I'm thinking she got caught on something and tried to run, and it, like, pulled the whole tree down. And, it has and to be. she's the best cat. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> I can look past a small blemish. Yeah, okay. Especially if it got us new color scheme yeah. for Christmas. <laughs> Our house is beautiful so now. So the question is, what color scheme are you going for now? We went with the more white, so we got a fake tree with the snow dust. Oh, so it's, like, that. snow dusted. And then we went with, like, silvers and, um, like, mint blues almost. Ooh. Like, a nice, like... Uh, it's really nice. It's, it's 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 warm and nice and, and cozy. Okay. I like it. All right. <laughs> All right, Avery, what do you got? Uh, for story, yeah. you know what I keep thinking about is um, your your one of your first Christmases that you celebrated with my family, and you had to buy for my dad for Christmas. <laughs> oh, if you're both laughing, <laughs> and, it's got to be a good one. <laughs> so, well, I, <laughs> so I, our family is like brutally honest with gifts. Like you open a gift and you're like, oh, this is terrible. What were you thinking? There's like no gracious. I was saying, like, with gifts, your family is just brutally honest. <laughs> yeah. So it carries over into <laughs> gift giving. That's awesome. 
And so this is like one of your first Christmases that you're celebrating with us. And <laughs> you had bought all the gifts. We that, that was at the time where we pulled a name and mm, one person okay, bought for perfect. one person. Yeah. So you bought all the gifts for my dad. Um, which you hate gift buying in general. <laughs> like, it's not your, like, love. I do all the gift buying. Yeah, thanks. Um, but you bought the gifts for him this year, or that year, I believe, because I think I made you. I was like, I'm not doing your gift. You're <laughs> yeah, buying. Right. Yeah. Uh, you have to do it. And so, but my dad just, like, tore into you. Oh, every gift, right? I was like, is this it? is terrible. I can't fit into this. <laughs> I don't like that stuff. <laughs> this isn't even my style at all. Yeah. And so we're all laughing because this is like normal Christmas, yeah. you know? And, so, and then I, I look over at you and you're mumbling under your breath. Ever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of the first Christmases with the walkers, you know, I thought I'd put a little time into, you know, th- <laughs> thinking about what gifts I was going to give. You put and, like sweat you know, and tears and into so, this. Yeah. First thing he opens and he pretty much throws it on the floor like, oh, this, what did you get me? This? And so basically, um, yeah, I remember that too, man. It yeah, was so. it was funny because it was like, uh, you know, just welcome to the family. This is That's how, awesome. PT just goes. showing no mercy. Like, <laughs> it's not even my size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So good. That's a good story. That was a good one. Um, but so yeah, he he goes into um, you know going into the the story of having the Christmas tree on the car for the car wash and uh, oh you know, that going, was brilliant oh, that's really cute yeah, incredible story that was a good story too <laughs> um, but yeah he he also talks a little bit about you know having some the the highs and lows of of Christmas we think of Christmas time as this you know joyful season to get into but for a lot of people it, it's it is a difficult season and mm. so. You know, sometimes it's the the first without a loved one. Sometimes it's you know the 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 Christmas time brings up memories of of uh, of something that you know is a little bit difficult to to go through and everything. Um, so is is this Christmas a first of any for either of you guys? Any a first uh, or uh, anniversary that you you remember? Is there anything that comes to mind with this coming up Christmas for you guys? Uh, just briefly, me. Obviously, it's the first year being with my my new bride, mm-hmm. so that's awesome for Congrats. us. We're, yeah, thank you so much. We're <laughs> we're enjoying the the season so far, and and yeah, I can't wait to. I love. I'm with you. I'm. I have this like not a disdain for gift giving because I love. I enjoy gift giving more than I enjoy gift receiving. I am just with you with the anxiety of like, gosh, I I'm horrible at it. So like, <laughs> as much as I love doing it, I'm not that good at it. I feel like so. But no, just I think it, it, we've just had a blast this year. I love buying for her. I love getting her all the all the stuff I've gotten her, and and can't wait to. I'm the worst at waiting till Christmas Day though. I'm already like, oh, so do you want to like, do you want to do our Christmas like now? Like, can we like, <laughs> yeah. are you ready? Like, yeah. we do the same thing. Um, I I think it's when he was talking about how like this month for him has you know anniversaries of death, but then anniversaries of like goodness, and mm. there's newness, but then there's old wounds, and I. I just think like it's it's a beautiful like circle where it's like God brings newness and mm. joy amidst the pain and the sorrow that maybe Christmas brings up for you and mm. and God brings newness all the time. And so that's what I was thinking about how you know for him like there's so much goodness and hardship sandwiched between each other and I think it's it's a way that God uses the reality of wor- the world to keep us grounded and keep us like kingdom focused, but then also um, bring hope and goodness mm. amidst it. Yeah. So I think there's just a lot of 
you know, it's bittersweet, and I think that's good. Right. And I think you—go ahead, Eric, yeah. No, no, I, I was just going to say that, yeah, like, when you, you go into the— the Christmas season, he he talks a little bit about, you know, the Christmas story as having so many people that had missed it, you know, the um, story of, you know, Jesus's birth and everything. And so, so many people missed what that actual was, or, you know, it, it glanced by them and there wasn't, but then some people really got it. And he kind of boils that down to that they were, they were focused. They weren't getting distracted. They were able to you know, hone in, stay, stay, stay focused on on what was happening around them, and um, you know how can we carry that over into our daily lives of staying, you know, quiet, listening to what God has has in store for us and everything. Yeah, I think it, and it could go both ways. Like if you get caught in the, if it's for you, if the struggle is it's a tough season because it's a first time without a loved one or whatever, it you can take your focus on that and put it. On something else for like for like wait Pastor Steve was saying put it on others like the the reason for the season and even he kind of went along with his pastor doing the Jesus is not the reason for the season and all that but but when he was talking about the gifts and stuff it's not so much about the gifts as it is, as it is about a hope and how can we how can we spread a hope because that's why Jesus came it wasn't the season wasn't just Jesus coming for no reason it was coming for us he was coming to give us hope and to give the world a hope and so I think. We have to do the same. We're called to be life, to, to be Christ-like. So how can we bring hope? Even if even if we're going through a struggle, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe we're having the time of our life, or mm-hmm. Christmas is our favorite season. We love buying stuff for people. We know we're going to get a bunch of stuff. It's just the best season. How can we slow down and still take it off ourselves and say, who who around me could use hope? Who around me could use generosity? Who around me? Make it more about other people and not yourself. I think that's that's yeah. the main, should be the main focus of this It this almost season. sounds like, you're saying like in order to slow down is to lose self-focus. Right. On other I think so. I think that that sounds good. I mean, that sounds like a, an actionable thing that we can do because mm. it's hard to slow down. Like mm-hmm. it's hard in the culture that we're a part of and like the environment that like we're just stuck in with mm-hmm. being in a U.S. culture of go, go, go. It's hard to mm-hmm. slow down. So like maybe just an actual thing is like, what could we do to take focus of ourselves and on others? Yeah. And it's, it can be simple. So simple. We got a crew going out today to the prison ministry from the church. You know, that, it's simple. That's a great way to spread hope, especially to some people that could really need it. I'm sure, you know, yeah. in, in our prison system here. And so, yeah, just, just take it off of yourself, slow down. And what can you do for others in the season? I think that's huge. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a great way to, you know, avoid, a lot of distractions because, you know, with the Christmas season comes all these types of distractions and things that kind of, kind of come up because, um, you know, you think that all the checklists that people have for this and, you know, going into, okay, well, this is the end of the year. I got a plan for, you know, the next year of, you know, going into New Year's resolutions and all this thing mm-hmm. kind of folds into one another of what can right. I do for, you know, myself or what do I need to, you know, check off the list. But yeah, I think that is one good way to, you know, avoid distractions in the Christmas season is by focusing on others, finding what you can do for the people in the community, because that is what, you know, we're called to do. Mm-hmm. It made me think of that um, quote you sent me for my yoga, um, what to end my yoga with. You Shout me. out. <laughs> <laughs> I teach at the yoga garden oh, if anyone wants to come. Awesome. Um, no, uh, but I wanted to, or you, you sent me a quote that said, more than um, actually giving presents 
it's your presence that oh, is yeah. like that. more important. And so it's like that's kind of the biggest gift that we can give to other people or, mm. or you know, making it more about other people is giving our presence and being like truly present with the people around us or people that maybe need mm. um, community or something like that. Because it doesn't always have to be like I'm going to adopt this family or I'm going to use my money to do this. I mean, that that is good and that's not necessarily bad in any sense, but how can we be more present with the people that are around us? Mm, I like that. Yeah. And so, um, he also goes into, you know, giving the example of, uh, Simeon at the, in the Christmas story. So he goes into, you know, having the, the kids teach, uh, tell about the Christmas story. So if you missed that, make sure you go back. Cause that, that was, was in tears. That, that was, was funny. That was a funny, uh, one, but then he, he goes into, you know, with the, the Christmas story, um, the story of Simeon where he said that he wouldn't die until he got to see the, the savior. And so when he, comes and um so uh, the scripture I, I that i jotted down so it says uh, sovereign lord now let your servant die in peace as you have promised i have seen your salvation which you have prepared for all people he is a light to reveal god to the nations and he is the glory of your people israel and so you know thinking of of that if Simeon coming and and really just being in the moment and like, you know, expressing all that going into, you know, being present, you know, how can we, how can we embody that, that, that spirit of presence in, in this season um, and making sure that, you know, we are doing that for the community, for those around us and not getting distracted by all those other things. Um, But yeah, anything else come to mind with you guys uh, with that of how to stay present in this, um, in this time? I think it kind of goes back on, like she said, being more intentional with the people you're with. And, and also instead of, cause I, we hear it passively too, when you're talking about what, what do I need to do for new year's or what do I need to do for Christmas? Who do I still need to buy Christmas presents for? Who do I need? It's a lot of I statements. Yeah. It's a lot of I thoughts. So yeah. like, I think when you're around your family and around your friends, or even when you're not, when you're thinking of all those things of what you have to do, Maybe what do they need in this moment right now mm-hmm. instead of like preparing Tomorrow. to do – because you, you, it's all I statements for other people, right? It's like who yeah. do I need to buy for? Who do, what do I need to prepare for this? So it's all forward thinking and future thinking for other people. But it's like maybe the best thing to do is just be present right now, right here. You're, right. They're right here. So like just like be present with them even if it's just a conversation. Right. Like you, you never know. Like I, I think that's the biggest part of the season because we get so hustled and bustled mm-hmm. to – make it such a joyful season that sometimes I do look back and think, golly, I, I just, yeah. I just breezed right through it. Right. Cause I was like trying to like get to the next thing, get to the next thing so that it could be the perfect Christmas season. And the next thing you know, it's Christmas season's over and you're like, Oh man, I, I missed did it. I actually get <laughs> yeah. the most of it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what like the people who didn't miss the coming of Jesus, mm. they, they noticed they were present. They yeah. were aware they were in tuned with what was going on in the moment. Mm. And if we're always focused on the future, it's hard. We're going to miss those things. And it's so true. We're going to miss what Jesus could do for us in that moment, how he could work through us. How could we be, you know, available to the people around us? And so, I mean, it's so counterculture, though. I, th- I think, you know, being present just isn't like, oh, I'm going to, you know, do this and I'm going to be good at it. You know, it's it takes practice. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be something that, like, we have to continue to 
apply effort to. It's not going to come naturally, mm. at least not for me. I'm always forward thinking. I'm always go, 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 what we need to get done. And that's not just around the holiday. Mm-hmm. It just gets like yeah. on steroids. Yeah, you know, yeah, on steroids yeah right. No, it's so true. But um, so I think it's just shifting. More that. of a habit, a habitual thing, right? You got you to gotta do in everyday life, not just Christmas season. Right. Yeah, you got to practice it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, finding ways to slow down during this Christmas season is, um, you know, very important. And one thing that um, that your family does, Avery, that you know, I've I think that we'll probably well we will continue with with our kids and everything. This will be the the first Christmas with our um, our youngest son, Leif. And so, but mm-hmm. having on Christmas Day, you know, before we open presents, before we do, we read the Christmas mm-hmm. story together, and having that slow down because, you know, when you have the Christmas morning and you have all the presents, you know, it takes, what, five minutes before everything's open and everything's, you know, getting torn apart. But slowing that down, taking time to, and, you know, can we extend that that spirit of, of slowing things down throughout, you know, the whole month, through the whole year? Um, I think because we we miss things when when we're so busy, when we're so fast, but so can can we do that? Can we continue to make sure that we um, just have that spirit of slowing things down? And you know, like I said, we will make sure that we do that with our kids because I think it is important, especially on Christmas Day, yeah. to do that. Yeah, I love that. That's cool. Yeah, we 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 changed it too because my dad used to read before we all had kids. You know, like the full, um, you know, chapter chapter and half of the story. Um, and now we have like a kid version of the book mm. that we read to the kids. That's and so then cool. the adults will do um, a little story as well. And I think it is it is a good tradition. We do it for Easter too before they get to hunt for Easter eggs and all that stuff. It's a great idea, especially right before you do the whole because mm-hmm. like, it, it definitely like resets your mind to mm-hmm. like let's before we do this, let's remember – what we're doing here. Yeah, that's, I don't know if the kids are listening to Right, that's fair, that's like, fair, yeah. <laughs> looking at the presents behind him. Yeah, like, <laughs> but, I've heard this story before. I'll, yeah. What's over there? Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I, I do have to say, I heard you say, takes like five minutes, everyone just, does your family open up all at the same time? Everybody opens at the same time or? Um, well, kind, I mean, with the, I was going to say, ours kids. takes like forever. We'd really? go one at a time in order, like from age order. <laughs> okay, oldest opens first and then boop, boop. It, I think it takes forever. If I remember last year, it started like that, but then with the kids, that ended up just being like free for all. Just but, yeah. go at it. Yeah, yeah I think awesome. once they get a little older, and I mean like they're three and four, like they're not really going to be Good able luck to, making them sit there yeah, to wait their turn. <laughs> yeah, they won't do it. But that's eventually, awesome. that's what we did as all growing up. And it was like brutal, you oh, know, because you're like, I, you have to go through each person until you get to open your you're next You're just gift. waiting. <laughs> Probably trying to like tear it on yeah, accident right. just to get a peek. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, but now we do the whole, you know, white elephant where we, um, you know, just buy a gift that anybody could have. And then we kind of... Um, yeah, fight for it. Fight for it, yeah. <laughs> Even in, in <laughs> team right. with the, right. the walker uh-huh. <laughs> Christmas yep. style. Yep. That'd be a They're fun. Be tears this year. No. <laughs> we, we, we do White Elephant as well. We should start, you know how there's the rule where if it's stolen the third time, it's it's locked down, you can't steal it again? Yeah. 
we should make a new rule that if you want to steal it after the third, you have to box for it or something. That'd <laughs> yeah, be awesome. Yeah. Or like sock and boppers or something. Break out some sock and boppers. Oh boy. Yep. <laughs> Giving ideas. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like um, Eric's fighting PT. Like, oh, right. I want that speaker. <laughs> this is Bluetooth for Christmas speaker. 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> for, for the first Christmas. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, anything else that, that stood out to you guys? Because, um, yeah, as we wrap up here, um, let you guys go, but, um, anything else stood out to you, um, from the sermon today? Um, yeah, I, be still, be quiet and listen. We talked about that quite a bit today. That was huge for me today. Um, and then I do love the, 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 the kind of switching up the, cause it's not saying Jesus isn't the reason for the season. You know, it's obviously a hook. It's like, Oh, Hey, get, get you in. wait, what do you mean? But it's, you know, it, it, the reason was to bring hope. It wasn't just cause it's, it is true. Like if he just came for no reason, it's like, there's really no big deal, but yeah. there was a huge reason to bring hope, to save us, to, he loved us so much. Ah, just cool. Yeah. I, it, yeah. I, I just, I like that aspect of it. It was awesome. I love when pastor, pastor Steve is awesome. He's, Miss Pastor Tom this week, it but, was great. but we got we got such a great preaching team here. It's so good. I love hearing everybody preach. Yeah, don't I don't want to be the one that misses it, you know. Mm. So I'm gonna try and be more in tuned. Yeah, that's good. Well, thanks for joining us this uh, week. Uh, join us next week as we continue.